Shalom Abrach, we're up to Yavoma's Daf Kuf Yod. Today's Daf finishes the discussion we had yesterday about waiting for a Gedoyla's Katana sister to grow up to potter her from Yibum. We discussed uh, a fascinating case of a guy who ran off at a kala at, the, at, at, at her wedding. Then we have a new Mishnah that discusses a Yibum Dirabonon meeting a Raisa marriage. If there are two wives, one's a cheresh, one's a pikeach. We discuss doing chalitza to a charesh as And we begin discussing a case of a katana and a cheresh that fall to yibum. But going back on Rav's shita yesterday, where he said that when the katana grows up, she has to have be'ila with the husband in order for her to be considered married and pater her sister, the gadayla, from doing yibum. Does Rav really hold that she has to have Be'ila when she becomes a Gedela? Doesn't just become a Gedela make it enough of a Kedusha and Dairaisa to pater her sister? We learned. If a Katana does not, does not do Mion and then she becomes a Gedela, and then she goes and marries someone else, Rav says that she doesn't even need to get from the second Husband, because she was entirely 100% married to the first husband. However, Shmuel disagrees and says that she does need to get from the second husband. This machlek is here, is when she didn't even have be'ila with her husband when she got, when she became a g'dayla. And you see this atzad, Rav holds that she's 100% married, even without a be'ila. The Gemara says, no, that case was when she was. Her, her husband was bail her when she became a g'dayla. Aye, then why does Shmuel say that she needs a get? From the second husband, she was married to Ruvain when she married Shimon. There's nothing happening between. There's not, no halacha connection between her and Shimon. Gemara explains that Shmuel holds that any kedushin, anyone who's boil, when she was boil Shani, uh, the second husband Shimon, it was Aldas the first kedushin to Ruvain. Therefore, she still needs to get when she's together with her husband when she's a gedola. That's Aldas, the original Kedushan, so it's still their Abanon. Because they were originally married when she was a Katana. And Gemara says, this isn't a new Machlekes. It sounds like you're repeating a Machlekes. We already learned, in Bays, we'll get there in a couple of months. If someone is Makah, there's a girl Altnai. And then he marries her Stam. He's boiled her Stam. Rav says that, that this is a full marriage and needs... A get, even though the kedushin was on a tnaya which wasn't fulfilled, Shmuel says she does not need a get because since he was kind as her, and Shmuel holds that that when he's boiler, he's boiler on the same tanoim as the kedushin, which were not fulfilled. They're not married. She doesn't need a get. So this is the same achlek as we're having over here. The Gemara explains that they're a little different because if we only said the case of the tnai. Because over there, Rav was only tining that she needs a get because, yes, you made a tanai, but now that you are boil her, that overrides the original tanoim of the Kedushin. But maybe, without the tanoim factor, he would agree to Shmuel that they do need a get and that they're fully married. And vice versa, maybe over here, maybe Shmuel would agree with him in the case of the tanoim. That's why we need both both Machleksim. So the Gemara further presses against Rav Shita that when she becomes a Gedela, he has to be Bailer in order for it to be a full marriage. 
There's a story in the city of Narish where a girl was Mekadesh, well, she was a katana, and when she got older, her father was carrying her on the college here, the Kursaya, and someone else came, grabbed her, ran off with her, and married her from the wedding. She was already Mekadesh as a katana. Rav Bruno and Rav Hananel, who were Talmidim of Rav, they were over there and they said she doesn't need to get from this guy who ran off with her from the second husband. Aye, Rav Shita is that he has to be boil her as a G'dayla in order for her to be really married. So why isn't she married to the second guy if he, he wasn't if she wasn't fully married to the first guy? It was only a Katana relationship. And the second guy, Lechari, is there Isa. So Rav explains Nirash's case was different. That city was a wacky case because in that city, before they put her onto the college chair, he was already boiler. So in a Hanami, they were the the first marriage was already a marriage that Raisa before the second guy ran off with her. That's why he didn't need to get. They were married Bakhlal. She was an Ishish. Rav Ash, however, learns a little differently. He says, since this second guy was not acting properly to say the least by running off with her from her college chair, therefore the Khachomim did not act appropriately so to speak, with him, responsively, and they retracted his kedushin to her, the second guy's kedushin. They said, you, you were never Makadish, this kalo. Ravina tells Ravashi, yeah, okay, if, if, he was, if the second guy runs off with her and gives her some money, they could say, okay, that's not a good kedushin. But if he was boil her, how could he say that that, that, that bio was not Makadish her? Ravashi says, yeah, they can say that you were not Mekadashar with this Bia. That was just Bilas Znus. She was married to her first husband. And finally, Rav Yudam Rav says, the Allah is like Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, and Mishnah that says that we tell Katana to do Mion so that her sister, the Gudela, can do Yibam. And Rabbi Lazar also says the Allah is like Rabbi Lazar. Now we have a Mishnah that tells us if a man is married to two Yesoimois Katanois, and then he dies. If one of these katanas does Yibam or Chalitza, she potters all the other co-wives. The same would apply if they were deaf-mutes. If he was married one to a katana and one to a chareshes, so they're both marriages there Abonon, but they're different marriages there Abonon, as we'll explain in later Gemaras. So, if one of them does Yibam, it would not potter the, potter the other ones. From there, he have Yibam and Chalitza. If he was married to one Pikachas and one Harashas, so one uh, marriage there is, so one marriage there Abonon. If the Pikachas does Yibum, she'll potter the Harashas. Because the Araisa Yibum will potter a Derabonon Yibum. From, from a Derabonon marriage. However, if the Harashas does Yibum, she will not potter the Pikachas because she still has a Chi of Araisa from her Araisa marriage. If this guy was married to a G'doyla and a Katana, the G'doyla's Yibam paters a Katana, but the Katana's Yibam does not pater the G'doyla's Chiyav Yibam and Chalitza. So now the Gemara tells us, is a Harashas, a deaf mute, able to do Chalitza? Our mission says, if a Cheresh does Chalitza, if either he or she is a Cheresh, or Chalitza from a Cotton, done on a cotton, that chalitza is puzzle. So, what are we even talking about? If Gidilam Rav explains, 
in the Chanami. We're talking about where the Katana, where the, where the, the Chareshes does Bia, not Chalitza, because Chalitza Taka would not work. Rav says, you know, you could even learn that she did Chalitza, but there are two different types of Chareshes. There's one that was born in Chareshes and one that became a Chareshes, because if she was always a Chareshes, their original relationship was built on sign language, whatever their, whatever their communication was. So they can use that to do the chalitza. But if she was originally a pikachas and then she became a chareshes, that's where our mission was saying they don't have communication, so they can't, the chalitza would not be active. Habai asks Akasha though, if she was originally a chareshes, she is allowed to do chalitza? We have a mission that that seems to tell us that even if she was born a Chareshes, Chalitza cannot be done. The Mishnah says, if you have two brothers, one is a Pikeach, one is a Cherish, and they marry two random women, unrelated, one of the women is a Pikeachas, one of the women is a Chareshes. If the Cherish dies, what are we supposed to do for Yibum? So the Pikeach can do Yibum, and if they want a divorce afterwards, they get a divorce. However, if the Pikeach does, the Cherish brother does Yibum and can never divorce her. Because he did a Yibum der Abonon on the Cherishes. But he still has a Deraisa Zika to her, which he didn't fulfill. But we're talking about a case when she was a Cherishes originally, she was born that way, and it says to do Yibum and not Chalitza. The Gemara says, no, 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 that was the case when she became a Chareshes, and that's why you have the communication issues which passels the Chalitza, not a Kasha. Next, the Gemara learns if you have two brothers who are Pikchin, and they marry two random girls, but one of the girls is a Pikachas, one of the girls is a Chareshes. If the Pikach, who is married to the Chareshes, dies, so now the Chareshes falls to Yibam, what does the Pikach do? His brother... He marries the Chereshes and he can divorce her if he'd like. If the Pikachas' husband dies, what does the Chereshes' wife do, uh, husband do? He can do Chalitza or Yibum. When they were born as a Pikach and born, and she was born as a Chereshes. And it still says that she only has the option of Yibum and not Chalitza. You see that that Echereshes Me'ikara does not have the option of doing Chalitza. The Gemara says, who who told you that? Just because he was a Pikeach when he was born doesn't mean that she was a Chereshes when she was born. It could be that she was a Pikeach when she was born and became a Chereshes. Next, the Gemara learns if you have two brothers. One is a Pikeach, one is a Cherish. And they married two sisters. The Pikeach married a Pikeachas and... The Cheresh married a Cheresh. If the Cheresh dies, so the Cheresh falls to Yibam to Pikeach, she's Potter because she's a Choysisha. If the Pikeach dies, then we're in hot water. Because the Cheresh has a Chiv Yibam on the, the Pikachas. He has to divorce his wife, the Cheresh, with a get. And the Cheresh. Her, his now ex-wife's sister is also to him forever.
because he has a zika da'araisa to his wife's sister. And there's nothing he can do to uproot that because she's a harashas. Now maybe you could say that we're talking about a case where she was originally pikachas and became a chireshas. Can he just divorce her? The Mishnah tells us if she becomes a chireshas, he can divorce her. If she goes nuts, uh, she becomes a shaita, he cannot divorce her. She doesn't know lishmar atzma, so the Rabbanu goes in not to divorce her. If he becomes a chirish or he becomes a shaita, then he can never divorce her. And I were talking about when she was originally a chirish. And if he was a chirish originally, she was also chirish originally. And if sisters are chirishes originally, then the random girl, random wives, unrelated wives, were also chirishes from when they were born. And the Mishnah says, boy, the unrelated wives, that he does yibomenat chalitza. So here we have a raya that there's no chalitza when she is a cherish me'ekara. And Rav Taka didn't answer. So when they went to Rabbi Yosef and said over the shaila, he said, why do you ask? From this case, this you actually have an answer. You could say that the sisters were a case of cherishes me'ekara, but the unrelated wives were talking about when they became nischarshu. But you know what? If you want to really ask Akasha, you could ask a bomb kasha from here. If you have a case of two brothers who were both cherish, and they married two sisters who were both pikchos, or alternatively, two sisters or cherishes who married two brothers who were uh, one was a pikachas and one was a cherashas, or a third case, two sisters who are cherishes who married two brothers who are pikchin, or two brothers who are cherishin, or two. Brothers, one's a pikach, one's a cherish. They're all potter from chalitza and yibum. If they're unrelated sisters, uh, wives, then he can do yibum and then divorce if he'd like after. Marriage with the prospect of a get. Now, what's the case talking about over there? If all, all of these cases of a cherish were where they became cherishim, how would he be allowed to divorce them? The Mishnah says that if she goes, becomes a shaita, he can't divorce her. If she becomes a cherish, if he becomes a cherish, or if he becomes a shaita, he can't divorce. And then we're talking about when they were a cherish originally. And if we're talking about where the wives are a cherish, then the husbands are also a cherish originally, just like the wife, just like the woman in this case. And we learn here that if the wives are unrelated, he can do yibum. But not chalitza. That's a bomb kasha and rabba. The Gemara leaves that with a tiyofta, an unanswerable question. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.